I'm halfway through editing three. Um, God, you're taking sweet ass time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am, to be honest. <laughs> Every now and then, I'm like, oh, I could go up to the computer and do some editing. And I'm just lying on the sofa like, uh, I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Plus, I have to um, edit out all your fucking racism, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is that is false <laughs> my Saeed impression is pretty good I'm telling you mate You're, you just haven't got the balls to do your son impression <laughs> you do it offline all the time balls of steel Oh, I slipped and poured this water over his head whilst there was a towel on it. Come for the water, stay for the party. Hello everyone and welcome to Rewatches. We are the Rewatches. I'm going proper... uh, Hi guys, Radio Personality here to talk to you about... Relost, and I'm joined as ever by my hilarious co-host Baz. Hi, Baz. You sound like Chris Evans. Like, did I actually? <laughs> oh, like terribly. Fuck. I know you can get any worse if you try. But hello, uh, I am Baz. I'm definitely not called Ethan Rom. <laughs> well, but you are the other man. Oh, very oh. good. Very good. Uh. I was going to bring that up, you prick. <laughs> That's one of my fucking bullet points gone. I thought I'd get it in early. <laughs> You're such a bellend. Why would you take that from me? <laughs> Is it because I keep taking your points? <laughs> yeah, and and let's be honest, my woman. Uh... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said, yeah, and my woman. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. No, no comment. All right, no, no comment. I'm going to leave you be with that one. <laughs> oh no, I'm just going to have to edit it. All right, um, no, 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 leave it in. <laughs> right, welcome, welcome to Rewatches, where we do talk about um, a TV show, not not just shit on each other. Uh, we are focusing on Lost. We are it, kind of getting to the middle now of season one. We're coming, cl- we're close to the mid-season finale. Um, we're know. looking. I know, right? Yeah. It feels feels quite. It feels quick, but also really slow. I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I feel like it should be going quicker than it is. <laughs> really? Oh, okay, we'll get into it. Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> this is where this podcast lasts six yeah. episodes, and then we're like, right, we're doing a different show. Yeah, this is our last episode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're looking at episode nine and ten. Mm. Episode nine being solitary, and episode ten being raised by another. As as always, we're going to start just overall thoughts on what ha- what we saw and kind of a brief overview. And our uh, thoughts on it all, of course, and a little bit of uh, banter in between. Oh, obviously, what would this podcast be without banter? Mm. Probably the same podcast. Um, do you want to go... <laughs> Lack of banter. 
Do you want to go first with your overview? So my overview for episode nine and ten is Saeed discovers a lonely French woman who bores him to death while he recollects. Uh, re- oh my god, recollects his. Oh my god, I've completely re. <laughs> I can't read my own writing. <laughs> I will start again. Please cut okay. this out. I won't. But okay, go. <laughs> Saeed discovers a lonely French woman who bores him to death while he recollects. Oh my god, I've done it again. <laughs> That's <laughs> the way I've written it. I've written, it. I've written it wrong. You also slowed down to do it. So you went, yeah. well, he recollects. <laughs> okay, so third time. Lucky. Saeed <laughs> discovers a lonely French woman who bores him to death while he recollects his previous memories. Meanwhile, <laughs> a dingo didn't take Claire's baby. It was probably Ethan Rom. If you're probably wondering why I stumbled there, it's because something's happened and I can't, I can't figure out what I've written. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I knew I should have jizzed on my notes. So um, I, 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 I think um, it's your turn to follow that. Good luck. <laughs> God, how will I do it? Uh, mine is Saeed is tortured by his torturing, but meets horny French woman with vague answers. Claire is going crazy if you ask some, but not if you ask others. Also, some golf. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. That was much better than mine. Someone who actually gives a shit about what our quality. Right. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. You have to to pick it up some episode, so I'll give you it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to tell everyone what episode nine is about, William? Yeah, sure. So the sort of, it's not the official logline, but the IMDb synopsis for those who don't remember or just need a bit of recollection. It is, Saeed's life is in danger after finding the source of the French transmission, while Hurley hatches a ridiculous plan to make life more civilised. Seems a bit shitty on Hurley. (laughs) Yeah, like what's I I don't think it's the most ridiculous plan, but okay. I also think it's probably more exciting than the episode itself. Yeah. Um, I I think mm. what sums up this episode perfectly is again, I, I, I always think it's interesting whatever my first note is, what's the first thing that makes me want to write something down? And it's when Saeed is sat on the beach and he's staring at Nadia's photo and she looks like she hates whoever's taking the photo. (laughs) She looks so pissed off and I was like, huh, that's my face during this entire episode. (laughs) Yeah, it it feels like you have actually been kidnapped and tortured into watching (laughs) this this particular episode. I don't know how they got away with this one. Um, I genuinely... one, I thought the acting was especially shit this episode. I don't know about you, and I yeah, it, it yeah. was just slow. And there were these like, it felt like a load of stuff had been cut from it that would mm. would have made the whole episode make one more sense. And two, the actors look way less melodramatic than what they were. <laughs> it felt like we had to, we needed some context in some of these conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of melodramatic. <clears throat> The first time Kate comes on screen and she's staring off into the dis- distance with her concerned face, yeah. <laughs> which was the worst bit of acting. It's like 
when someone takes the piss take out of a like I'm going to use this as an example it's maybe not global but the IT crowd mm-hmm. in it Noel Fielding plays a character where every now and then he tries he like flashes back to something in the past but he like walks over and looks out into the distance like ooh looking all mysterious and that's exactly what she was doing but he's taking the piss where she she was trying to act I mean bless her yeah, oh, it was it, it was one of those moments where yeah, you, you, yeah she's thinking about the past, <laughs> but she's not. She's actually just concerned about Said apparently, and she's looking yeah. out into the fucking beach. Um, <clears throat> well, a bit about that first sort of scene though, just quickly. This yeah. ocean rope that we see, this ocean fucking cable rope thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, does that get like explained later on? Because I can't remember that. I don't remember there being a rope. There's only one thing that I can think of that would explain <laughs> it, and that's in season three. Oh, okay, that's fucking ages away. Um, basically, it's not it's not much of a spoiler, but <laughs> it's a cable. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we're now being introduced to this idea of the others. Yeah. Um, and you learn later on that the others have loads of bases, and one of those bases is in the water, like is in the sea. No fucking way! Is actually? Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> what the fuck? So, what, are they in like some sort of fucking underwater little like Atlantis? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I'm surprised you don't remember because it's quite a significant episode where it shows up. Hmm. Like a really significant episode, considered one of the best episodes, I think. If I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a. Neither of us are super fans of Lost. Um, but not anymore. But, not after <laughs> this episode. Um, but I'm pretty sure the this ep, the episode with the the water base, if you like, is considered one of the best. Okay. Certainly, um, moments of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I, okay, I'm looking forward to it now. Um, there you go. As you can tell. Um, <laughs> Woo. <laughs> in that, in those uh, first sort of scenes, I think it's the, um, I think it's just after one of the first flashback scenes where uh, Jack is taking that fucking bandage off of Sawyer. Is that what? That's one yeah. of the first scenes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's at the start. Yeah. 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 I hate how Jack is in that scene, and it goes back to what we were saying before. He's such a little pissy bastard. Yeah. He, um, he has Sawyer no right sh- to be angry at Sawyer. No, Sawyer is completely in the right, yeah. and like he, he just goes, "Oh, it was an accident." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old chestnut. <laughs> I bet they use that at Guantanamo all the time, don't they? <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I slipped and poured, his, poured this water over his head whilst there was a towel on it. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> and then I stopped and accidentally asked him, where is it? <laughs> I was asking where my towel went. Um, <laughs> and also, Jack got pissed off when he mentioned Kate again. It's like, hold on, Jack, you do not own this woman. Like... You need to slow. You need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, I don't. Just... I don't. I don't get it. It's been. I think. When did they say? Did they say it had been like fourteen days or something? What since since they, they landed? 
No, no, it's it's been like it's pretty much gone a week with each episode. So you're looking at around five, six weeks. No, it's not. No. No, no, because um, they they said uh, no. It's not. I reckon it's about f- two weeks. No, 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 I'm gonna have to really you, you, disagree with you here. At some point, they have said, and I want to say it was in episode four. They said it's been four weeks. No, they didn't, because we had the discussion on this. Because someone <laughs> someone said it had been like eight days or something. Um, you're wrong. Oh, am I confusing weeks with days? I think you might be, uh, well, because don't 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 forget. Um, yeah. And this is a bit of a. Sp- uh, shall I spoil it or not? I mean, I, I feel like we're spoiling. Everything. Yeah, we're pretty spoiled enough, but this is like completely. But apparently, they're, they're, uh, all the numbers that we see, so they're trying to repeat them now the 4, 18, 15, 16, 23, <laughs> uh, 32, and 40 something? Something like that. I, I think it's 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. No, four's in it as well. Sorry, I meant to start with four, but four, yeah, yeah. eight. So all of those 50, add up 60. to 108, which is the amount of days they spend on the island. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. fair enough. No, so you're probably right, yeah. Yeah, so there's no way it can be six weeks, because that's like like 42 days. Yeah. Quick so it's been, it's been a couple of weeks, 10 days, let's say, um, and he already thinks Kate belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but also, when you think about it, in, within 10 days, it, retrospectively, you kind of think, well, yeah, maybe they should have stayed on the beach a bit longer. Maybe they gave up a bit too soon. Maybe they turned to torturing a bit too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the main point. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, they've got a nice split between the beach and the the, the rape caves. But um, the, <laughs> the, um, the act of torture is a bit too quick <laughs> yeah i definitely leave that to at least eight weeks can, you can know, you it takes t- a while can you, can you tell how much we don't have to say about this episode <laughs> that we've been talking about another episode that we've already discussed on a podcast for the last two minutes <laughs> um so when um when saeed he follows that little rope cable thing into the into the forest. Yep. Just before that, Jack was saying about how he's a trained soldier. He's been out there for two days. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and the trained soldier steps right into a trap, and then takes. Well, no. Well, no he 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 dodges. Yeah. He steps over the trap. Yeah. Into another trap. Mm. <laughs> like a trained soldier would. And then he fucking goes up into a branch whilst he's hanging and sticks into his leg and then he takes it out and he passes out. Yeah. I mean, that the editing of that, when he is gets stabbed, it looks like that branch is going to go into his face and then it's just in his leg and I'm like, oh. How did that show? I didn't even... I, I didn't mean, even that's how I interpreted it. I don't know if that was just... Maybe it's because you you are hanging upside down (laughs) like a bat. Um, Yeah, I I thought all his scenes in the jungle 
were just fucking stupid. It was like, I swear there was wind going at some points. Like there'd be like this massive bit of wind, but the trees aren't moving. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. Nothing's moving. And the camera's just like shaking yeah. whilst he's going through. It was, that's, that's one of my yeah. points. It's dark and windy as Saeed's walking through the jungle. But where Jack and Lark and that lot are, it's all sunny and nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a mysterious jungle. Maybe it's playing some tricks on him. Yes, but the geography of it all, um, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't one see the other? Wouldn't you kind of look over and be like, oh, look at the wind in those trees over there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, we've been talking about all the shit, Auntie, but I do think the one person who is holding it together is Hurley. I loved when he's trying to um, tell Jack, like, oh, people need something to do. And Jack's like, hey, we're alive. Things could be worse. And there's just a beat. And he goes, how? How can things be worse? And I'm like, yeah, he's completely right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's exactly true. He, um, and well, I'm glad he, it, was it this episode where he starts to go golfing? Was that yeah, it's, not, episode? it's episode nine, golfing. Yeah, it's well confusing. So I swear it's a little bit, is it in, a little bit in episode 10 as well? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just getting confused then. But yeah, I'm glad he actually did something about that because Jack was a proper prick to him. And was like, yeah. wow, why don't you go like entertain yourself? Um, and I'm glad that, he Okay, you're off. getting that mixed up. That was Michael to Walt. No, Walt that, that, like, no, they both, they, they, they both said it. Did they? And yeah. then those were the two who went and played golf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Arsehole. And yeah, yeah Both exactly. of them came across as arseholes in this episode. Jack and Michael, I think. Yeah. Um, speaking of Michael quickly did yeah. you see the scene where I think it, it it may be the scene exactly what we're talking about um, just as the scene starts you see someone in the background saying ew he's drinking out of the water yeah yeah, yeah. so I I, I, um, I was wondering what the fuck that was about so I had to google it and apparently that's a deleted scene okay so apparently it was Shannon saying uh basically commenting on vincent because vincent was drinking out of the water (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know their little like fucking stream that they have yeah yeah. um and then that is why slightly later on we see michael um building that building the water thing building well i say building he sketches an idea yeah for this like water thing to um Uh, transport the water across they can shower and whatnot so that was that was a whole deleted scene that had been cut, and for some reason we still hear it in the background. I I get why they deleted it because Shannon lives at the beach, so. <laughs> oh, that's very true. I didn't even think about that. Logistically, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they literally they... make a point of it the next episode of she's going to move to the caves and then decides not to. Maybe she's just come for the water though. Come for the water, stay for the party. <laughs> She's hydrate herself after sunbathing all day. Let's, because I want to avoid talking about Saeed as much as possible. Let's stay on the golf and the cave bit of it. Did you not think it was weird that we only saw Jack play? Like all these people came to watch, and it was just Jack. <laughs> yeah, I, Charlie and Hurley played a little bit. Well, I think the main scenes yeah. were with Jack there. Those first four who were there, they were playing, but you only really saw Jack's swing. You saw Charlie once, I think. But, like, 
I'd be really pissed off if I was anyone else coming like, oh, do I not got to go? No, okay, all right. Now we're just watching these assholes play. All right. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how they didn't spot those golf clubs before. And also where they would have been, like, held. And they seemed in pretty good nick. They did, didn't they? Yeah. And then what was the thing that, Ch- that uh, Charlie, that Hurley was searching for in those bags? And he was like, yes, it was like a blue cylinder sort of thing yeah i think it was what ultimately became like the flag for the hole you know like to go on top of the pole oh no that that, that was like one of his shirts wasn't it oh i thought it was like a bandana from a tube i don't know oh oh maybe i I was thinking golf balls it could be golf balls i don't know why they would be in that sort of thing but i was thinking it could be like the um the hole I suppose you could just dig out a hole, but yeah. maybe just like a little hole where you could put some sort of cylinder cap in. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe he uses it, like, he, he digs the hole, but then puts that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I thought it was kind of weird when the old Rash guy turned up, and he was like, yeah. can, I, can I play? Can I play? And then they don't answer, but... <laughs> how do we get this nerd to leave (laughs) (laughs) but then like you said no one else seems to play they've just suddenly got an audience there and they've only got two holes like I don't (laughs) I don't think they can you can't can't, (laughs) what are you going to do it like (laughs) nine times (laughs) yeah playing a round of 18 (laughs) we're just doing the two holes over and And over again and Charlie was like, hey, I've never got power on a course before. Yeah, you still haven't, even if you make this shot, because this isn't a course. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. A- apparently, um, mm. those, the whole, like, golfing scenes, all of it, um, most of the dialogue is just sort of ad-lib. Oh, really? And them just sort of... Them actually ah. playing and... Yeah, they're just playing and all the dialogue between Charlie and Hurley was just fucking about um, and just saying stuff, which, yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like that. But the funny thing is, it's the best part of the episode. (laughs) Oh, no. Best best part of the episode was, again, because of the golf. But when, for some reason, Boone hears about it on the beach, not Mm. really sure how that works, but fine. Um, So they all start to go and then... Sawyer's like, oh, a duck playing golf. What's next? A cup eating a donut? <laughs> <laughs> we can always rely on Sawyer for the quick ones. Exactly, wax. for the good one-liners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think we do, unfortunately, need to talk slightly about Saeed and not his flashbacks because they were also shit, but um, the little dungeon that he was in with... Uh, his captor the sex dungeon the sex dungeon with the most confused lady I've ever seen <laughs> um, she she looked she did look lost um, and uh, I don't know the the loneliness had got to her for sure um, what yeah, I mean I mean it did the bit that really got me was when she asked about Nadia and he went she's dead and it's almost like to her it was a green light and she starts stroking his face yeah what the fuck what the fuck was that about and I get that it's like oh she's not touched a human for 
however many years and I, like when you're isolated you're a bit odd but it was just a bit weird yeah um, it did it did feel like they were you know supposed to have some sort of kiss <laughs> but they probably put it in and then cut it out and thought yeah this looks fucking weird <laughs> That Danielle was fucking. She's got a screw loose anyway. Her trying to kiss this guy, just completely tied up. Probably not the one. I do. I do want to say, um, it is the character. I don't want uh, people to think we're disrespecting the actress uh, Mira Fairlid because I, I. I don't know if you know she. She passed away last year at quite at like too too young an age, really. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I did see that as well. I'm not disrespecting the actress, not at all. the the character. I, absolutely, I her, she was she was probably told to play a crazy character, and she did it to a T. Um, so fair play to her. Yeah, uh, I also had to research that because, again, <laughs> this episode didn't have a lot going for it, so <laughs> I had to have a look. Um, and yeah, she died at 64. I thought, yeah, pretty young. Yeah, too young. And she's not French either. Mm. Fun fact. Where's she, where's she from? Uh, Croatian, I want to say. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Two Americans is probably like, ah, uh, European. <laughs> <laughs> Close <Cool> enough. <laughs> um, why does uh, Danielle, her name, mm. Danielle Russo, uh, why does she show Saeed her music box? By the way, uh, like... I I think that was her foreplay. I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure. <laughs> Do you want to see my music box? <laughs> you see my music box now. Yeah. Let me show you my other box. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, dusty. <laughs> Can you fix it, Saeed? <laughs> <laughs> With the right tools. <laughs> oh my God! You got it in. <laughs> it was bang on as well. <laughs> Pun not intended. Um, yeah, it was all just a bit weird. I did, it literally they just put that in, and I was sat there, and I, I had to rewind it a few times to think. Right, have I like fell asleep and I've missed something? So I rewound it, like I don't know, like a minute. And then I was like, right, let's go back a couple more minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm still not quite sure. Let's go back five minutes. Oh, we're in a different scene. Okay, let me watch it again. Nope. Still got no idea. No. Jeez. I think it was uh, because the script told her to. <laughs> yeah, the script told her to, and it, it meant that Saeed was no longer bound to the fucking bed. Um yeah. Literally, hands above him, legs just fucking to the poles. And now, like, she just sedates him and he, he wakes up fucking... I've never seen someone sedated wake up so quickly. Not that I see many people sedated, but in my well, mind... Uh, <laughs> in my mind, you, you don't wake up that quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to move past that. Um, <laughs> to be fair, we don't know how much time has passed. What do you mean? How much time has passed between when he gets sedated and when he wakes up in the chair? Um. Yeah, but he does still. She, she he shoots up like he's fucking ready. Oh, I, you I mean didn't... like as he like he comes to really quickly? Yeah, like he comes Got to you. really quickly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember like being 
well, to be fair, when I whenever I've been under, I suppose that's like anaesthetic though. It's a little bit different, but um, well, I don't remember for hours before I actually come to anyway. But in my mind, people like come to and they're like, it's like when you wake up, you're like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, he's shot up, and then yeah, he's ready to uh, repair her music box, um, which she's very delighted about, and he does pretty quick. She does turn into like a little child very quickly, doesn't she? She's like, "Yes, please," <laughs> like, um, like a child asking for a toy. Yeah, it was. It was just in general a, a very frustrating. All her answers were vague. All the interaction between the two was just a bit odd. I think they were trying to make it seem like they had a connection but that didn't really come across just... no, no she felt like a kidnapper yeah <laughs> and obviously what they were trying to do was you know in, in those scenes side was being held against his will in the other scenes side was holding nadia against her will so it was trying to compare them and it trying was really like a parallel yeah yeah like a parallel to it and it was obvious but just completely not well done. Yeah, they the didn't point... do anything with it, did they? No. It was like, it was very surface level, which is not something we've really said mm. about it. So the show so far. No. Uh, yeah. Um, part of the reason why when Side was asking Russo why she was there, um, she said that she was part of a science team. Yep. Apparently... Um, I say apparently because I read it online uh, that in the script it was supposed to say that uh, Saida goes oh what sort of science or whatever and she was supposed to say it was about time oh, but really? yeah 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 but the production company yeah. um, said asked them to take it out because they didn't want to make it too sci-fi in the first in the first season <laughs> That goes out the window by about season three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it goes fucking weird. They're underwater and everything. (laughs) Half of them are fish people, by. Have you got anything more to say about Saeed? I have nothing else to say on this episode. I have a few more things. I have a few more things. Um, When Saeed leaves, because basically... She hears the bear sound. She's like, oh, it's the bears. Um, and then Saeed eventually unlocks himself and goes. He picks up everything. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that is like closest to his heart, which is the picture of Nadia, he, <laughs> just, he, he, just, he just forgets it. How the fuck do you forget that, mate? Like, seriously. And then he's back here and running in the jungle and then he comes across Rousseau and... Then he quotes the fo- he quotes the um, the bit of writing that's on the back of the photo. The thing he's forgotten. <laughs> the thing he's forgotten, and it's like you sat there, and you're like, really? Like, it, I don't know. It just felt really maybe, stupid. Maybe he had like delayed grogginess, so he woke up from being um, a necklace stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, he but he fine. did he, he, he did then... also repair a music box. <laughs> He's got some good, good skills. He left it there because, again, the script told him to. Because I'm <laughs> guessing at some point, Rousseau gives him the picture back to show they have a connection. 
which oh, they don't. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also with that photo, that the whole thing where she says to him like, "Oh, your name is Saeed," because it says it on the envelope. Yeah, mm-hmm. the note on the back is in, in Arabic. Is in Arabic, but on the envelope it says his name is Saeed in English. It just there was some real. They really glossed over some of these <laughs> these things in the writing. Um, I I feel like that might be explained. Oh really? Well, it's in English. Interesting. This might be me sort of fansplaining it in my head, but I feel like he receives that letter because he has to run from the army. So he he goes to America or Australia or wherever. So because the envelope's on the outside, it needs to be in English to reach him. Whereas the note on the right. inside, which is just for him, can be in Arabic. I feel okay. like that's... Maybe that's just me trying to explain it in my head. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they didn't put much forward to this episode, so I doubt it. No, <laughs> uh, no. Um, also, I was a bit pissed off that this is right at the end that we didn't see Jack actually if he made the pearl or not. Because they put a bet on it and everything, and we didn't even fucking see. It's not even in yeah. the next episode. Nope. Uh, like, I was hoping that they would might like put in, like, you know, Boone just fucking... L- lather it up in fucking sunscreen or something but um, nope not a thing maybe that's why no I was thinking is that when Shannon is sunbathing but that's previously in the episode isn't it yeah um, it might be that why they're moving to the caves in the next episode because they don't have any sunscreen Oh, look! Really looking into it now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you spot any numbers? Uh, no. It's I did. I did. It. It was too boring. Go it on, was, tell me the numbers. It was way too boring. The fact that I started googling stuff whilst it was happening because, fucking hell, it really dragged. But Boone had a new shirt on today. Or today, that episode. Yeah. That day in that episode, uh, which has uh, Chinese numerals on it, which is for the numbers 4, 8, and 10. 4 and 8 are the numbers. 10. Numbers. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> that's just his lucky number. <laughs> that's just his lucky number. And then Danielle uh, was like, oh, has it really been 16 years? 16 being a number. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, we already knew that though, because the transmission's been sixteen years. Like we, yeah, they repeated it though. I'm taking it, mate. I'm taking every <laughs> little bit for this episode. Um, yeah. Uh, should we move on to episode ten? Because I'm genuinely. Yeah, I hope you've got more to talk about for episode ten. I do. That's great. <laughs> so, do you want to introduce it, and then? Yes. So, season one, episode ten of Lost. Raised by another. Claire has a horribly realistic nightmare about her baby being harmed while flashbacks reveal her troubled past. <sighs> that was nice and succinct. I like it. Can, it, can I start it, off by saying, I noticed some colours. <laughs> did you now? I noticed them in the first scene as well. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was so proud of myself because it started and I was like, Hang on a second. <laughs> She's wearing all white. 
Very and good. All the background was black, and then she goes to the crib, which is um, a white crib, a white plane, a white blanket. Um, I noticed Locke with the black and white eyes. Yeah. Which kind of he he is the strong link to that idea of black and white and light and dark. Uh, yeah, I just I, I was really proud of myself for, for being that like, oh, that kind of I guess adds to that idea of nightmare different world kind of yeah vibe it, it was going for maybe it also goes into what i was going to say as well because apparently the director uh, marita gabriek um she actually wanted it in black and white as in in literally black and white no color at all yeah uh but the producers said no um and apparently they had a big row and then she never worked on Lost again. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, she really fought for it and she lost. And she wasn't petty about it at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, again, I didn't, it was definitely better than Solitary, uh, episode nine, this episode, but I still struggled with this one. Um, okay. Yeah. Did you, what for did you think? For particular reason? Um, I just thought there wasn't much meat to it. It was a bit like the bits with the psychic and stuff. It well, was just... see, I, I thought the, the psychic was was genuinely quite intriguing. So, for context, the psychic um, kind of warns Claire. Well, first refuses to to do her reading, then. Um, does her reading but says you've got to keep the baby and then basically makes her get on the plane that ultimately crashes and I, um, yeah one thing on. I will agree is that it creates more intrigue um, yeah. whereas a lot of the previous episodes they've sort of solved everything for you within the episode if that makes sense yeah 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 and I was annoyed because I was like oh did he do it on purpose and then Charlie says it I would have preferred it if Charlie didn't say it if it was more just kind of left open to well maybe he did maybe he didn't yeah I agree it was all a bit like when Charlie says it I was actually writing it at the time being like oh it's probably because of this and he says it fuck you Charlie (laughs) I was going to say that (laughs) but you just fucking took the words now I can't say it anymore (laughs) Um, the one thing I did want to quickly pick up is that when she wakes up from her fucking sleepwalk she's screaming her heart out um, just after Jack is uh, tending to her and did you know what it means I I had to google it OBGYN yeah but I watch a lot of medical shows of course you do Grey's Anatomy and all that stuff yeah I was like what the fuck is OBGYN I thought it was some sort of chant like um, (laughs) like OBGYN (laughs) (laughs) we are Obgin (laughs) Uh, it's ob- ob- oh my god I can't even say it do you want to say it go on you know what? it apparently what does it well, stand no, I, I just know it means people who work who like deliver babies I, I... oh come on that's it as soon as it comes to it can step up <laughs> to the plate um, ob- <laughs> oh my god I can't read this obsterics and gynecology I think that's right obsterics 
and gynecology. <laughs> so that anyway. was a fun fact that I knew. <laughs> I found out. The the bit of the first because um, I'm just moving this on. The bit with the first flashback when Claire finds out she's pregnant. Um, I did enjoy when um, like they're a bit panicking and he's like it's okay sometimes they get it wrong like my uncle who got cancer he did have cancer he died <laughs> that, was a, that was a really like they they did really well at making them seem really naive and young yeah that Thomas guy her like boyfriend yeah. her baby yeah. daddy baby daddy yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I do think that as well. He um, <laughs> as like, yeah, as the jokes go through in the episode, it was one of the funnier bits. Um, I thought the whole bit with finding out that she's pregnant, mm. I don't know, I found it quite quite sad, really. Why? Well, well you you hate babies. So. Wow, yeah, that's it. I just thought it was sad that we have to introduce another one into the world. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought, like, I don't know, maybe maybe I did know what was to come, but they kind of set out this thing where she's not really too sure, and he kind of changes the the tone really quick, where he's just like, yeah, we can do it. And it's like, oh, you really feel like oh, this isn't going to work. And obviously, you know, it's not worked because she, well, he's not there yeah, um, with her on the plane. And that's never explained. But I just always presume that she was a single mother or whatever, or single mother to be. Um, yeah. So I just found it a bit sad. And they're in their like, little like one bedroom uh, flat. And she yeah, works yeah, yeah. at she works at fish and fry for five dollars, and I just thought, ah, oh. it's not even yeah. theirs; it's his, isn't it? And was it his? Because she oh, then moves God. in. Oh like, no! Yeah, that's even sadder. <laughs> and they don't have curtains. <laughs> God no, that's really grown up to have curtains. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> I was just like, people don't have curtains. <laughs> What what sort of world where they don't have curtains? But yeah, um, not a, not a student anymore. Then then it kind of comes back to the island, and Claire's had a nightmare, and everyone's worried. And Charlie goes to sit next to her. And did you not think he spoke to her in such a sort of creepy, thirsty way when he was like, "I can be your friend." <laughs> you Is that when they're I can be your friend. Is that when they're like sat by the tree or something and um, yeah. Charlie almost like comes on to her? Yeah, yeah, and she rejects him. Yeah, I did think it was a bit mean by Claire, actually. I didn't think he sounded that creepy. I, I do genuinely think, though, that um, Dominic Monaghan has mm. like a creepy face. Like he can't, when he smiles. I think, I think he does in that show because I think they have tried to make him look like someone who's been on drugs. Right, okay, so he's doing that smile on purpose. I think, I mean, I'm just thinking of the main other thing I've seen of him, which is in Lord of the Rings, where he <laughs> smiles in that and it, it's not creepy in that, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to have to like look at pictures of him smiling to see and compare it into normal, <laughs> normal life. I think we should. 
Dominic Monaghan smiling. Okay, yeah, he looks less creepy. I think it's when he's like looking down and like into it, and he's like sort of smiling like a right psycho. Yeah, yeah. not so not so creepy in real life. Um, I didn't think. Yeah, I I, I didn't agree with Claire, sort of palming him off. But why not? If she doesn't like him, then she doesn't like him. Yeah, but I think that's like her maybe thinking of Thomas more because Charlie is sort of saying the same thing as what Thomas is saying, isn't he? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll be there for you, whatever. And, you know, she's probably thinking like he's like Thomas and that he's not going to stick to his word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, yeah, you know. I, I, I agree with you, but I don't think that makes her like a bad person for. Oh no, but I don't agree with being broken. I don't agree with her like just doing that. Like, yeah, it's Charlie. He's been there so far. He's given you non-existent peanut butter. Give him a chance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I I I feel like she's more than justified to be wary of this guy she's known for eight days. Who, um, hey, we've established it's more than eight days now. It is 15 to 16 days easily. Why is that established? <laughs> because you said earlier that it had been six weeks last episode. <laughs> episode nine, you're like, yeah, it's been six weeks. It's yeah, been but... 15, 16 days. Oh, uh, did you look it up? No, I, 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 I'm pretty sure... I, I mean, I can look it up, but I'm pretty no. sure it's about 15, 16 days because just just, just after, I think, um, at one point, uh, they say that Saeed has been missing for like over a week or something. So it's definitely gone by a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Kate I think does it, say that, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens in both episodes, 9 and 10, where Kate is staring off into the distance. And Jack comes next to her and she's like, I'm so worried about Saeed. And he goes, eh, he's fine. And she goes, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> she can't be that worried if all it takes is Jack to go, I'm sure he's fine. For her to just go, right, meh. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't, I don't think Kate has much to do in these two episodes and they're just giving her some sort of meaning <laughs> to the episode because there's not she's not involved a lot like last episode with the golf she was just there to support Jack and then to agree with Sawyer because she feels bad um, yeah it's all just a bit weird with her yeah. in these two episodes um, um, go on what is um that scene with Claire being like attacked and thinking she's been like stabbed. Do you yeah. do you like agree with Jack that I think... she's not actually been stabbed or, or not stabbed but like attacked? Yeah. Sorry, with a with a fucking weird uh, needle. I think he's within his right to question it. Mm. Obviously, we know that she was actually attacked, but well, yeah. But I think. Certainly, with his experience, and also I'm I'm almost there going. Why aren't other people questioning it? Like, she is visibly stressed and tired. Like they they do a good job of making her look more and more tired as the episode goes on. Um, yeah, she's got like the bags under her eyes. It's like dark everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I 
I thought it was a perfectly reasonable conclusion he made, to be honest. Did you not agree with him then? No, I, no, I did. I did. And I, I, I thought right up until the end, I was still a bit like iffy if he's actually attacked her. I don't actually know what happened or what they did. Were they trying to like take some blood off something? I don't actually know. Or were uh, they trying did, to like you, stab the baby? You find out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is it one of those two things? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Strangely it. enough, they weren't trying to stab the baby. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's what she was saying. Um, whereas I just thought she was being a bit over dramatic, but perhaps she did get attacked in some way. Um, let's let's talk about the Ethan of it all. Ethan, because, yeah, because I was a bit disappointed in episode nine. When he shows up, and I'm like, ah, it's Ethan. And then episode 10 starts, and it's like focused on Claire. And I go, oh shit, this is the episode where they reveal that he's an asshole, or that he's one of the others. So I was like, oh wow. Um, I think it's a real shame he's not integrated earlier. So it's almost not make him a main character like the others, but make him a solid background character so that it's. It would make that reveal so much more like ah oh, fuck. Yeah, you know it was pretty. I mean? It was pretty quick um, because what they introduced did they introduce him last episode? Yeah, yeah, they did, and it was like almost put in there by like Locke. It's like oh, this is this Ethan's. is Ethan, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like all oh, right, that's weird, and then we hear about the others, and then you're like right, okay. Yeah. He has then... a, he has about three scenes before. Suddenly, he's the yeah, and his his scene with the census yeah, it's proper sus. Um, where he was just like, "What is this for anyway?" Ah, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, "Okay, okay." Just... So, so let's talk about the census and and him comparing it to the manifest. So the whole panic is okay. I've got all the names of everyone; they're all there, but Ethan's not on the list. Neither is Sawyer. Yeah, it's not his real name. So, what? I think that was just a bit of an oversight by the writers. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, unless, like, when Hurley got... Oh, no, because Sawyer didn't... He just pointed him in the right direction, didn't he? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what Sawyer's actual name is. He hasn't even said yet, has he? It, we don't know in the show yet, but... It's, I mean, again, not a spoiler. He's called James. James okay. Ford. James Ford. Yeah. Okay. I think. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I remember correctly. It, yeah, it is an oversight. Like, um, I don't know why <laughs> the writers didn't think of it. But it, again, I, I thought this was just as badly written as the, the previous episode. In what um, way? Well, just little things like that where you're just like, right, okay. Quite, you, you know, me and you both picked up on it quite quick. Like, you know, someone, someone, one of the writers could have fucking predicted that. I don't know. It felt like maybe they wrote this season quite quick. Maybe, maybe they had to um, sort of pick up the pace. Yeah, I think like when we we were talking about before, in like yeah. a previous episode where. You know, they only got like an extra 
10 episodes commissioned after mm. what after like episode 4 or whatever it was maybe they just fucking wrote that real real quick and then hopefully towards the end of this season it gets a little bit better when they know they've got the whole season to go and they can maybe slowly do it they've got a little bit more time yeah maybe um yeah I, I, I just yeah it, it gave the cast and maybe the director not that much to work with in terms of it um and maybe I think they may have cut some things out. Yeah. Um, Having said all that, it is still a good reveal of when they're walking along the path and Ethan shows up. And yeah, that did actually surprise me that he was there. Yeah. 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 It did make me want to watch the next episode. It was a bit of a cliffhanger, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I just talking about something slightly different to the flashbacks oh, before yeah. we get on to the psychic. Um, was Thomas breaking up with <laughs> breaking up with Claire? Yeah, what an arsehole! <laughs> Absolute arsehole. Also, just no nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> balls of steel, and like he didn't even no shame, give it. no regret, <laughs> no shame, no regret, no real explanation. Right. He was just like, I can't do this anymore, and then Claire had to reiterate a few times, like. Just so I'm clear. <laughs> oh, so he's just there drinking a brewski. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what about my paintings? <laughs> um, bit of a fun fact for you, actually, about the paintings. Yeah. Is that is one of the producer's paintings that we see hanging up. And he just puts that in a scene. And apparently we see it later in a different episode. Unrelated. Same painting. Yeah, it shows up in... um. Charles Whitmore's office. When yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Who's Charles oh. Whitmore? <laughs> <laughs> I just read that because I was googling. I was trying to find out more about the background. It's like, yeah, what about um, the painting? Whitmore. Whitmore's daughter uh, is in love with Desmond. You know, the the one who's in the hatch, and Whitmore like. Yeah. Um, Oh, what's the word like? Funds a lot of the yes stuff I to, do. around the island. Yeah, yeah, I do remember it's, that guy he, now. He's played by um, Alan Dale, who's in like every like if you look up Alan Dale, you'll be like, oh, that guy. He's in every single thing you can ever think of. <laughs> um, the uh, scene where Claire. Wants to have her baby, or thinks that she's going to have her baby. Yeah. <laughs> Best bit of the episode for me was the line from Charlie: "If I can kick drugs, I can deliver a baby." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. Made me chuckle, and I don't know what Claire's problem was. I would have trusted them. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part was Hurley and Sawyer when Hurley goes to talk to Sawyer and get the manifest it just made me think oh man I'd love a Hurley and Sawyer show like a spin off of just them in an apartment trying to live their lives in Chicago or something I don't know Um, I thought they had a really funny dynamic yeah (laughs) I mean yeah it would um, it's almost like two and a half men isn't it but there's not a little kid (laughs) (laughs) unless they take the baby (laughs) (laughs) I just mean because 
Hurley is definitely more than one and a half men. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have too much to say other for this episode. I, I one one much. other thing I have, which um... oh we oh and also oh, we well. didn't talk about the sidekick, which we need to talk yeah. about. Well, this will link nice nicely to it then. So, in one of the flashbacks, she is about to give up her baby for adoption to a couple. It's like, they seem really nice. They've said, yeah, we'll sing a lullaby. Yeah, we'll take good care of her or it. So, fine. Um, all right. And yeah, we'll, we'll give you $20,000. And we'll give you $20,000. Sweet. Um, so, just sign it. Hey, lawyer who we've probably paid a ridiculous amount for. Can you give her a pen? Yeah, sure. Here's my pen. Oh, this one doesn't work. Oh, it's okay. I always have a backup pen. This one doesn't work either. Oh. Well, Claire's seen this as a sign and she's left, re- refusing to give up the baby. If I was that, that his client, that pa- pa- couple, <laughs> I'd turn around on the lawyer and be like, you fucking twat. Do you, uh, you do had you think... one job. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think Claire's horoscope told her today that if she um, used too many pens that don't work, that she should just don't not do it? Everyone knows two pens don't make a right. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Um, yeah, the whole the whole psychic bits mm. though. I just I didn't like him as a character. Sure. Um, like the bit where he sort of goes, like oh, it was you know he basically gives her money back on the first time he sees her and says, "Nah, mm. I can't do this." Like in my mind, as a watcher now, I'm just thinking, oh, "You fucking bastard! You're trying to get her back in, pay even more money, so you can get some more business." Yeah, I know it's kind of maybe playing the long con a little bit, but that would definitely play on someone like her mind, just seeing as she, you probably could tell that she. Well, people who go to those sort of psychics are probably a little bit wacky anyway, and believe that sort of shit. But yeah, I just didn't trust him. As soon as I saw that, oh, man, I don't trust that guy. The thing is. I would agree with you, except she does come back, he gives her back the money again, then he gives her $12,000 to take this baby to America. Yeah, but what's his cut? Yeah, fine, but I mean, he's still I don't know. Nah, don't trust him at all, mate. I don't know what happens later on, but don't trust him. So, I I really enjoyed that side of it in this episode I, I I genuinely thought there was a real ooh is he linked to the island vibe mm. Where, how his story ends which I think you kind of find out more only in season 2 I don't think he's in it much beyond that really pissed me off ok alright he's I don't know yeah. am I am you're, I on the right lines you're on the right lines but I don't know. Knew it, it. it doesn't. It it doesn't add up. I don't know. We'll see when <laughs> we get there. But yeah, yeah. Well, he, his like whole thing that she has to get that plane as well. Like he buys her the ticket to go to LA, which is for the plane that we see, and it's like the next day. Um, yeah. And then Oceanic eight one five. Oceanic eight one five. Two of the numbers. Well done. And I think that's the, the first. That's the yeah. first time we hear them as well. Yeah, it is. Um, 
But then, like, he doesn't really explain himself for anything. Mm. I don't know why she would get on the fucking thing anyway. Like, why she would get on the plane after a fucking crackhead like that says that to her. Um, I mean, she clearly likes crackheads. She's with Charlie, so... Exactly. But then, afterwards, Charlie then basically mansplains to her (laughs) about the whole thing going on. Um... Which, yeah, I was really pissed off about because obviously I picked up on that. And then Claire's like basically repeats this. Like, yeah, he did know what was going on. And it was kind of, like you said, it would have been so much better if they just left that out. Yeah, I really think so. I think that it was almost like an insult to the audience of, you probably didn't get this, but... (laughs) I think these two episodes are an insult to the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I did not enjoy them. Shall we, shall we rate them then? Uh, yeah, just quickly before we do oh, yeah, that. Um, what uh, numbers did you pick up on apart from the flight? Apart from 8.15. Yeah. Uh, do a bit, she she mentioned a few numbers like, you know, how long since you found out, two days. Um, yeah, when did true. he When did he leave you a week ago? Um, mm-hmm. Did I see it? Did I hear any other numbers? I don't think so. I didn't write down any other numbers. So For, forty-six. Sh- the people who are there. Go. On. Yeah. Uh, so the numbers that I found, which are some of the numbers I believe, hmm. is uh, Claire tells Richard, the psychic, yep. when she goes to see him for the last time, that um, she has been. Tell or he has been telling her for like, or I think Richard might say it to her actually that he's been telling Claire for four months, um, about this thing about why her baby's not safe or whatever, and that she needs to raise a baby or whatever it is. So four, one of the numbers, and then when I, I think just trying to remember, oh, when she finds out she's pregnant, she says she's six weeks late. Yes. Six weeks is 42 days. Which is one of the numbers. Okay, yeah, fine. (laughs) Bam. (laughs) Have that. (laughs) I think that's probably one of those where... It's just a coincidence. It's come into play. (laughs) I don't care, Will. I don't care. I was looking for stuff in these episodes. Not a lot came up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'll take all I can get just like Boone's shirt <laughs> um, what would you rate these episodes out of 10 Jack breaths easy episode 9 1 the, the one um, saving grace of that was um, Hurley kind of being Hurley um, and episode 10 raised by another uh, 5 because I actually quite like the psychic stuff I liked um, Hurley and Sawyer and I liked um, sort of the cliffhanger at the end so five. yeah fair enough I'd also give episode 9 a 1 mm-hmm. I'd give episode 10 a 2 wow yeah Ooh. I really didn't enjoy them I was literally sitting there like fucking hell Please save me. As I said to Will before this, 
I fell asleep during these episodes. I had to watch it quite a few times to actually gauge what was going on because, yeah, it really didn't um, didn't pull me in. I didn't think the writing was good. The direct the direction was iffy, and the acting was especially shit. Yeah, it's not been special, but so far, but it has been especially shit these last two episodes. Just, I thought Claire was good. I'll give it to Claire. She was good. Yeah, yeah, no, she she's a good actress to be fair. When except she can't cry. <laughs> no, no, she can hysterically wail. Yeah, but she um she can't cry. <laughs> Just because we haven't explicitly said the reason at the start we kind of uh, Baz got annoyed because I said other man. That's an anagram of Ethan Rom. Um, mm-hmm. Did you spot the other anagram of Ethan Rom? Yeah, which is the one that I actually... Was it... No, I don't actually know. Is it... Uh, I only got other man. Oh, the other one is more than. As in... He's more than he's, Ethan he's more. He's more than that. He's the, he's one more than what's on the roster. Ah. Um, and he's more than Ethan Rom. Exactly. Hmm. So, yeah, we find out his real name later. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah. So, I think our thoughts. I think it even uh... might be his real name. Oh. I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> I think Ethan is his name. I don't know if it's Ethan Rom, but I'm pretty sure Ethan <laughs> is his name. It's Ethan Orm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it by going with this trend of how we're doing with the writing, it may it, that could be plausible. <laughs> He goes back to the others and they're like, oh, what name did you use? I, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Ethan Ram. <laughs> e- Ethan CD. <laughs> yeah. That would be fantastic. Uh, Ethan Dick's disc tray. <laughs> right, so by far and away our most negative episode... Let's hope. We let's some hope some negative 11, Nellies. Yeah, let's hope eleven and twelve are better. Episode eleven is the mid-season finale, and then twelve is obviously the start of the second half. So hopefully, um, fingers crossed, it will yeah. be a bit more interesting. Just before we get on to what we've been watching, yeah, I also read the ratings of these, and they're fucking lying. Um, oh, are they really high? Fuck eight, eight point four for solitary yeah. on IMDb. And eight point six for um, uh, raised ten. by another episode um, ten. I understand more because I get within the whole. You gave it a five. No, <laughs> I just mean all I need is from the perspective of someone who is viewing the show as a whole. It's quite a significant episode, right? In terms of it introduces the others, introduces Ethan. Like it, it sets the ball rolling on a lot of things. So, I can imagine someone going, "Ah, oh, it's such a cool moment. The others are introduced. Ethan looks like a murderer. Uh, da, 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 da. Eight, eight star. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. not sitting here looking at it scene by scene like we are. Yeah, that's true. And plus, we're probably going into it. Yeah. And we've already watched it. And we've been blessed in the last 20, almost 20 years uh, of some very good television the best that we've ever seen true a lot of um, it probably inspired by this to be fair yeah in part in part yeah. um i mean i don't think i think it'd probably be safe to say i don't think television would be the same without 
lost. No. Um, I think it really set the ball rolling for maybe the more maybe the shows that go over the boundaries <laughs> of of the seasons. So, I.e., it ran so much longer yeah. than it should have. So uh, maybe they learnt from from Lost. Certainly, um, network TV. I felt learned from this, like ABC and NBC and Fox and stuff. I think HBO, I were, HBO were already doing it. Showtime were already doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what 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 have you been watching? Um, so I kind of I I have mentioned this to Baz already, but uh, there's a new stand-up comedy not stand-up I keep saying stand-up a new comedy special on Netflix by a guy called Jamie Dimitri if you're say in America he was in a show called The After Party if you've watched that he was he was very good in that um, in the UK he was in Fleabag he was in Stuff That's Flats um, he's, he's very funny uh, it's not for everyone it is a, it's a bit odd it's called. What's it called? I think yeah. it's called like a, um, all in the life or something like that. I'm gonna quickly look it up now. Um, and it, the concept is, uh, someone in in the womb is being shown what life is like. Um, is it a whole lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a whole lifetime. Um, but really funny. If you've watched uh, another sketch show called Ellie and Natasha. Natasha, who is Jamie's sister, uh, it's very it's a similar vein to that. Um, so if you're a fan of Ellie and Natasha, uh, this this is definitely going to be yeah. something you enjoy. Um, I yeah, um it, it. It, in in Fleabag is he does he have fake teeth in Fleabag? Yes, he does. Is that yeah, he does. Yeah, I really liked him in that. Yeah, he played that character brilliantly. And Steph Lights Flats is fucking hilarious. I do think that's proper British comedy, but um, yeah, I, I yeah, like going on IMDb, just looking at the reviews: one star, eight star, one star, eight star. It's literally like I think this is a Marmite situation. You're either going to sit there and go, "This is really funny," or sit there and go, "What the fuck is going on?" I fall on the eight star side. It's not perfect, but it is quite funny. Um, Will it hold up in 19 years' time? In 19 years' time. I don't know, we'll find out on rewatches Series 20. <laughs> Where we watch a whole lifetime. <laughs> and it will feel like it too. <laughs> what about you, mate? That... What have you been watching? Well, it's a very good question. I've had a very busy, busy week. Oh, I'm, However... so, I'm so busy. Oh, God, I'm so popular and busy. God. Um, I watched a couple of things, um, <laughs> he says. Anyway, um, here are the ten movies I've watched. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, weirdly, this last episode, episode nine, was about golf. I was playing, going to play golf on the weekend for three days. So I watched this movie called Phantom of the Open, uh, um, which is with Mark Rylance. Yeah. And um, I watched it thinking it would inspire me to play golf quite well. Um, well, I, I probably should have read. I don't like reading any film descriptions. Mm-hmm. If I'd read it, it would have told me that it's about one of the worst golfers ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it did inspire me for my golf weekend because I was terrible. 
but um, it was also a good movie, and Mark Rylance was great in it. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I think I can't remember who it was. Someone surprised me who actually directed it. It's not someone you would actually expect, but it's like some sort of comedian, which mm. I didn't even realise he did those sort of things. But yeah, give that a watch. Solid. That's a solid seven. That. Um, and then I also watched, uh, started binging White Lotus season two. Um, uh, and I'm on maybe the fourth or fifth episode. Uh, if you've watched the first season, you'll like the second season. Um, Jennifer Coolidge, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, she's great in it. She returns for the second season. She is funnier than the first season somehow. Um, it's got, I think it's got a couple of English guys, Theo James and Will Sharp in it. Um, yeah, and it's just a good story. It's fun. Both both on my list to watch anyway. And my mum keeps going on about White Lotus. Um, it's got. Yeah. Am I right? I think it's got Aubrey Plaza in. Yeah, that season in season yeah. two. Yeah, she. I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm used to seeing her in Parks and Rec, where she's proper deadpan. And she kind of does, because she kind of does play that character all the time anyway, but she she is sort of a moody character in this one, but not to the same extent. Um, yeah. She, I I'm at, I don't know if I'm enjoying this more than the first season, but it's definitely as good, I'd say. Okay. Cool. Um, the, you'll, you'll like the music at the beginning. Um, I started hating it, the intro music, and then I started <laughs> to dig it a little bit. Oh, this is pretty cool. Right, well, that is everything from us this week. We have been Will and Baz. This has been episode 9 and 10, and they have been rewatched. Unfortunately, rewatched. <laughs>